Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, it's another episode of Book Journeys Radio. Every week on Book Journeys Radio, we talk to authors about their experience of transforming into an author. And this week we're talking to Paula Umel. Paula is a registered nurse and a holistic health coach. She is also the author of Hands-On Health, Take Your Vibrant Whole Health Back into Your Healing Hands. Paula, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. So I love this. You actually have a background as a as a registered nurse. You're an RN. You worked in traditional health care, but you also have kind of a holistic take on health. How How did that happen for you? What's your story? Well, it's funny. My very first day as a nursing student working in the hospital, I was taking care of a cardiac patient who had had his second or third heart attack, and I was appalled with the food that I had to bring him for breakfast and lunch and that I could walk him down the hall to the lounge so he could smoke cigarettes. And that was that was my very first patient as a nursing student, and I called my mother that night and told her I wanted to quit nursing school because I could not do this. And she wow. said I could quit. And I said, never mind, and I said goodbye. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye, Mom. Yeah. So did you have an interest in holistic health even before you started nursing? I don't think I did consciously, but Hmm. I was aware that there was a better way of doing things. There was a better way of eating, and that was like a real wake-up call for me when that that patient was there in front of me, and I, I knew we weren't doing anything to heal him. Mhm. Right. And that's and so when I knew I needed how, how did you come to write the book? Well, that was oh god, it was 30 years ago that day in nursing school. Um over the years, I after nursing school, I be went back to school to get my um teaching certification as a health teacher and then as a physical education teacher. And I have done many different types of certification in herbal medicine, Reiki, yoga, and it just all sort of fell into place. And my last certification was through Integrative Nutrition in New York City for the Holistic Health Coach, and I found myself teaching my clients the same things over and over, and I just... I knew in six months' time working with clients, I just needed to put the information in a book so I could just hand it to Mm -hmm. the clients and and say, here, this is what we need to, like, start from at this point. And so that's what I did. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting reason to write a book. It's uh, I've heard a couple authors say that one of the things that inspired them to write was that they were just repeating themselves and they wanted to have they wanted to kind of write down and almost to organize their own thoughts. Um, yeah. Like, what is my philosophy? What is my position on this? Was that part of it for you, like more than, I don't know, making a career as a writer or using it to get clients? Was part of it just to clarify your own thinking? Clarify my own thinking and clarify the pattern and how I work with clients to get them from mm. point A to point whatever, C, D, E. And at that point in time, I realized I've been writing for 17 years for my local food cooperative. I've been writing for their newsletter. And I, I'm like, I love this. This is what I want to do. Mm. Mm. And so that that was kind of an epiphany for me as well. 
Did you have, um, sometimes people have hang-ups. They don't feel like they're a writer. They haven't gone to school for writing or they don't feel like they're going to create some work of, you know, literary brilliance. Did you have feelings about yourself as a writer? Not in that sense. I, mm. I've known that I've enjoyed writing because I've enjoyed writing health, healing, nutrition, herbal medicine articles over all those years. And, in you know, I knew that the people that were reading it, because they're right here in my community, thanked me all the time. I love your articles. You know, you really inspire ah. me to eat better, that kind of thing. And so I never thought, oh, you didn't go to school for, you know, mm-hmm. English or writing. You can't do this. I never thought that. I just, I'm putting down on paper or now on my computer what I know helps people heal. Yeah, yeah. And how, what, when you started writing a book, did you have an idea in mind of what success would look like for you? Was there something you wanted from the book? I think that I did, and yet that's evolved from that first mm-hmm. thought. I definitely wanted to help people that I, I work with, my clients, but I also thought this is a way for me to reach a larger audience. If that's mm-hmm. this is what I'm having to teach on the ground level with all clients, and this is kind of like the ground level where most people need to start, so maybe I can help lots of people. And then it kind of metamorphed into, I really would like to do a writing career. I'm just going to keep writing books because I've got wow. so many ideas. So you know what's interesting is for most people, a lot of times it's the opposite. They go into writing a book thinking, my career is going to be a writer, and then they see that writing a book isn't just about writing a book. There's the promotion. There's a lot of pieces of it. And they feel like, oh, maybe I'll stick with this one book and use it as a way to grow my grow my platform, grow my other business, because writing is hard. Writing so is hard. So I love hard. that you sort of fell in love with it. Yes, writing is hard, and I'm finding, like, the promotion of it is really hard. Mm-hmm. And yet at the same time, I have already written two more books because this is a series and I've already written two mm-hmm. more of them, and they're just kind of hanging out on my computer waiting until I'm done promoting this one. Wow. I know. It's, we, it's fun We usually me. make our authors, authors that we publish at Difference Press, we make them wait at least a year before bringing out their next book because we want to make sure you're really, you know, taking at least a year to promote, uh, you know, to promote one book. That's what I figured. Because it's a big commitment. A good, yeah, a good year to 18 months. Mm-hmm. But they just they keep pouring out of my head because when I take my dog for a walk every day, it's like a new chapter, a new article. Just I just think about it, and the whole time I'm walking, I'm creating this in my head, and so there's a lot there. Wow! So you say it's a series. So the so the book title is Hands on Health: Take Your Vibrant Whole Health Back into Your Healing Hands. Is that part of the series? What What are the other books in the series? Like, what's the series concept? Well, I've got um, the next one is kind of like an inspire book because another Mm. thing that I did with clients is that once a week I would send them this inspire email to give them something to think about at the beginning of the week and then think about it all week long. How does this change your consciousness around your health issues and how you're going to deal with those health issues? And so I thought, I know a lot of people who have said to me, oh, my God, I love those emails. And so I thought, put it in a book. And mm-hmm. then 
The next one that I've written is one actually I started years ago when my youngest son was in kindergarten and we were homeschooling. It's a book on working with kids around food and health and and oh. getting and getting kids. But I finished I finished it. I finally finished it. It's around getting kids involved in their own wellness and understanding how important it is to create lifetime health. And so I have both of those ready to go, and I've got different ones. Like it's the Whole Food Kitchen series, and so I'm going to do one on healing in the Whole Food Kitchen around herbs and other natural methods of healing, and I have several ideas. Hmm. Do you still practice as a nurse at all? I haven't practiced as a nurse in the hospital setting mm-hmm. oh, 17 years. Okay. And so what I do is so I So when you talk clients. about clients, you're talking, why don't you explain how your books feed into your clients and what that... The clients that I work with are people who come to me because they're overweight, they have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, cancer, and they want to do something to change their lives to get their life flow energy moving in a healing direction. And so I work on with them one-on-one, mostly around food, but around lifestyle habits as well. And... So those are my clients now. That's what I that's what I do with. How do they find my, you? I have business. You know, I have business cards and brochures, and I've advertised in the area. I find most of it ends up being word of mouth, and also I volunteer for a local nonprofit, and I teach cooking classes. And it's amazing how that spreads the word about what you're doing. Wow, that's fascinating. So, does the book do you think help? with your business and if so how i think it has i oh i know it has um for instance i have a bunch of different workshops that i'm doing this fall that i'll do book signings along with that out of the area three four hours away from my home because people have found out about the book and all of a sudden you're an expert so they're calling me to do workshops on health and nutrition and healing and I have a I, Clarkson University is right in my backyard. Literally, it's like three miles down the road from me. It's a huge university, um, technical, computer type stuff, engineering, and they've hired me this fall. And I know it's all because of my book. They've hired me to teach wellness mm. classes to their faculty and staff. So it mm. all of a sudden makes you this expert in your field. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing because before you wrote the book and after, you probably didn't know that much different, but when you have a book, it changes the way people see you, right? Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Are there things that have happened? When did your book come out? April 1st or 2nd this year? April of this year, so about six months. And in the last six months, are there conversations you've had or opportunities you've had or things that have happened in your life that you think wouldn't have happened if you didn't have a book? Yes, definitely. Um, People that I've worked with, client, well, I just had two young ladies from London who happened to be visiting in the area here in upstate New York, and because of the book, they came to see me as a client, which I would have never connected with these two young ladies from London. So it's things like that that um, it just it's amazing how it just draws people to you. Hmm. Have you gotten um, feedback from people at all that you've made a difference in their life or that they've taken taken your advice and used it or what kinds of feedback have you gotten? 
I have. And funny enough, most of those people that I have gotten feedback from aren't even people that were clients. I had a book signing, oh, I think it was in the middle of July, and this gentleman came up to me on the street. We had a five, ten-minute conversation. He bought a copy of my book, and he walked away. And I just found out from a friend of his, she sent me an email and said, I can't thank you enough for helping Mark. I just ran into him the other day. He was buying all this healthy food. He's lost weight, and he said it's all because of your book. And wow. And that was a five, ten-minute conversation on the street with him when I was doing the book signing. So that was fun. That's amazing. So what are some of the things that have happened maybe while you were writing your book or since your book has come out that have surprised you or been maybe harder or even just different than you thought they would be? Harder would definitely be the promotion of the book. To me, I don't know what I thought, that it was just going to go out there and it was going to sell millions of copies. I'm not that If you If you really. build it, they will come? Yes, exactly. Um, so just that whole making making people see how my book is different because there's so many books about health and healing and nutrition on the market and just presenting it and this is why, this is how it's different. And then I presented it to a local, there's a nursing school here in the area, actually the nursing school I graduated from 28 years ago, and I presented it to them because they are now teaching actual classes in holistic nursing, which I thought was fantastic. And they, you know, I thought that they would grab my book and embrace it. And, you know, we this is a great way for us to show the nursing students what holistic health is all about. But because I specifically said in the book that it wasn't, it was based on knowledge that was in my head from years of working with people as opposed to I'm not going to give you this bibliography of all the research that I mm-hmm. did. They said because they're a research institution, they couldn't use my book because it's not a research-based book. So I was like, ooh, that was a stumbling block. Yeah. And so let's talk about all the aspects of promotion. Promotion, like, that gets lumped into one big header. But one aspect of promotion is uh, looking for partnerships. Like, I think this is a, um, you know, this is a great example, a nursing school for your book. Anyone, you know, anyone with any book uh, can find partners, people that are reaching the same audience um, that might be interested in the book. And obviously this this one didn't happen, but that's one part of promotion is finding groups to either bring you as a speaker or to, you know, in some way, um, you know, get get the word out about your book. Right. What what are what are some of the other aspects of promotion? Yeah, obviously you're doing this radio show, so that's another one. Yes. I have contacted um in this month of September and October I'm going to be doing workshops through health food stores in the Syracuse, New York area, Lake Placid, New York. Um, I have a workshop tomorrow in Cortland, New York, and it's all based upon because of my book. Um, and so I'm connecting with and people how did that you, way. Are you organizing those? How did you make those happen? 
Um, the the ones through the health food store I just contacted because I knew those health food stores were there. And the one tomorrow, they actually contacted me because they saw um, a press release in the paper about my book. And oh. so they contacted me to come and talk to this group of women that are kind of alternative mindset women, and they wanted to learn more about holistic healing. So, so it's, it's going tell me both how you ways. got in the paper, because it sounds like you have a, a PR strategy there. I do. I have a map. I, I live in New York State, so I have a map of New York State, and I am systematically going through the map and looking at towns and cities in New York State, and then I'm Googling what the newspaper is for that area, and I'm contacting them and sending them a press release, and once I've contacted them, I then circle it in red magic marker that that town has been taken care of in New York. And eventually I'm going to hit all of New York State, and then I'm going to move out into states next to us and then across the United States. And I have a plan. Yeah. So this is interesting because I'm going to guess when you started writing your book, you weren't exactly thinking about having a map on your wall of every newspaper in the state of New York. I No, not at all. <laughs> Never occurred to me. So how did you figure <laughs> it out? How, how, have you, how have you reached the conclusion that this is the way to get the word out about your book? And how do you get over you know, maybe I want to be a writer and not a marketer. Oh, that's a tough one because 75% of the time is spent, or more, is spent marketing as opposed to writing. But in the sense, it's kind of fun because I've met people along the way, I've made connections, and I've learned from it. Um, the whole, I think the whole putting the map up and, happened because I was just contacting newspapers in my local area and then I was branching out into little towns and cities around my local area and then it occurred to me you've got to do this across the whole New York state and then we'll just worry about it after that getting through New York mm. state is a job in itself and yeah. it, it, you know some people I don't hear back from the newspaper connection other people I do and I've had newspaper News reporters call me and want to do a story about the book in their paper. And and so, you know, it's one of those things. You never know who's going to pick up on it and use the information and help me promote my book, basically. And so what's your what's your philosophy behind doing this? Like, why do this, do this work? My philosophy... I'm sorry, to be specific, doing the work of PR. There's a lot of authors just don't get to it. They don't like it, and they don't make time for it. And they start writing their second book, which you have, um, and don't really make the commitment to getting the word out. So why do you think you're so committed to this? Because I want I want my book to sell because I think I can impact people's health. And I know if the book doesn't get out there, then I can't have an impact on people's health. And I also I have lots of other good ideas for books, and if this one sells and I make a name for myself, I know that other people will be interested in reading other books that I write. Yeah. And, and so if I don't do it, nobody's going to. If you don't do it, nobody's going to. I, I love this, Paula. I mean, I just can't tell you how many people – have powerful and important messages. Some of my favorite books, because I get a lot of books sent to me, and some of my favorite books I think nobody's read but me and the author's mother. 
And yes. you know, and I have the 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 tagline for the author incubator is um write a book that makes a difference. And people are often attracted to that tagline. They're like, oh, I want to I want to write a book that makes a difference. I want to change people's lives. And then I tell people, well, the number one thing about writing a book that makes a difference is you have to write a book that gets in people's hands because yes. it cannot make a difference. Like, you have to write something powerful and life-changing, too, and you have to write it well, and, you know, there's lots of factors. But if it's just sitting on a shelf or if me and your mom are the only ones reading it, it's unfortunately not going to be making a difference. Absolutely. So I, I just think it's so it's such an important part of the lesson to understand that the promotion is just as important as writing a great book and having great information. Yes, definitely the promotion. And I know, like I've talked to a couple of different agencies that you can pay them to promote your book. And then I've talked to authors, and authors have said that it really isn't worth spending ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars because really what matters in the end is that you're the face behind the promotion. Yep. And That's so it. I don't I don't have ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to spend promoting my book, so I have like work and I'll right. do it myself. Right, right. So let's talk about publishing because you went with uh Balboa Press, right? I did. And Balboa is uh, run by Hay House. Most of the big publishing companies uh, like Hay House and Random House and Putnam, they all have uh, author-funded imprints where you can pay to have your book published using very similar, your book will be of a similar quality to the books that they publish that the authors get paid in advance for. One of the things I like about Balboa Press is in some cases, they'll convert you over to the Hay House line if your book sells well. So it's I nice hope. to kind of be in that family and in that conversation, especially if your book is in this sort of area, which obviously yours is. So can you talk about how did you make the decision to go with Balboa? Did you look at other options? And how do you feel about that choice? Would you recommend them? I made the choice because I knew I wanted to publish it myself. I didn't I, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I want how I wanted the book laid out. I knew how I wanted the cover done and I didn't want somebody telling me, Well, we can't do it that way because we think it'll sell better this way. Mm-hmm. Because I knew the impact I was trying to make and that included me doing it my way. And mm-hmm. I picked Balboa Press because I have written I have read a lot of books by Louise Hay. And uh-huh. she's had an impact on me, and so I thought that's why I, I'm going to go with them. She's had an impact a, on millions. She's an amazing woman. Exactly. So I'm going to use that publishing company that's, you know, in some way affiliated with her publishing company. Um, and I have to say, right straight through the whole thing, the whole crew that does the production and the book setup, they were great. They were you know they worked with me very well um and now now I'm kind of on my own cuz the book is out there in the world and they've done their job so now it's my job to promote it so i i think i would tell people to use them i had a fine um experience and did you look at other options i didn't i'm the kind of person when i make a decision i make it and i'm done i go with it nice nice i mean i did look at yeah. like i universe uh-huh. Brief, briefly. I mean, like, I gave him five seconds of my time. And right, that, that and then was... you're like, no, this is nice. Well, one of the nice things about Balboa Press is it's totally turnkey. 
one of the, I don't know, less nice things about Bell Bar Press is they are one of the more expensive options. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you do it yourself, if you hire your own designer, if you, like, you know, job it out yourself, that's the cheapest way to do it, if you truly self-publish. Right. Um, you know, I, I guess it's the cheapest if you learn how to use Photoshop and, you know, do it all yourself. Yeah, that um, would take me forever. It usually doesn't look very good, though. I don't recommend it. Um, but, yeah, so there's a range of options between do-it-yourself and a, a traditional publisher, and Balboa Press is certainly in that range. They're very It's a very high-quality option. Were you happy with the, the design and the print quality and all those things? Absolutely. I was very happy with it, and I, I did like the fact that they were connected with Hay House which is a book uh, a book publishing company that's into holistic books. So I thought, you know, maybe maybe they'll pick me up. Did you um did you feel in any way connected to Hay House? Um I think there was a couple of women that I worked with. One of them I can think of her name, Stephanie, and I can't remember the other woman's name right off the top. But they they were fabulous, and so they they made it very easy to work with. And then, funny enough, the lady that I have when I want to buy boxes of my books to sell at book um, book signings and stuff, the mm-hmm. woman who's my sales rep, I went to high school with. I mean, she's out wow. in Indiana, several states away from me. And when she contacted me and I saw the name, I'm like, "There's no way it can be the same person." And so it's it to me it's kind of like it was meant to be. Wow, as all things are. Yeah. Mhm. Absolutely. So I'm gonna guess that it has happened to you since your book has come out that people have said to you, "Oh my God, you wrote a book! I really want to write a book," because <laughs> um, so many of us authors hear that. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give someone who wants to write a book and they maybe haven't done it yet for whatever reason? I tell them to clear their mind. What is it that's stopping you from doing it? And then just clear your mind and make a plan and do it. If you want to write it, it's there. It's in your head. Put it down. And hopefully people will. Yeah. What were um, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced and how did you get through them? Did you have a, a coach or a mentor or anyone kind of helping you when you got stuck? My kids. My kids were my biggest, because I have kids to take care of, and so my life as a mom is number one priority. And so trying to eke out time around that and not feel like I was ditching my kids, that Mm. was like my biggest challenge. And then they were my biggest supporters, because when I would tell them, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not going to do this because I want to be there for your field trip at school today. And they would both look at me and say, no, mom go to the book signing and just wow. keep doing what you you need to do mom because we're you know we're very proud of you mom you've been here for us all our life you homeschooled us you've been there do this for you now so they were my biggest challenge and they were also my biggest supporters well wow. and how uh, and how old are they they are 11 and 14 wow and even at, i mean those are pretty like young ages to really yeah they're great kids they are. They're great kids. Wow. 
And then I have a friend, Joe. He has also, he's been very supportive. Just do what you need to do, Paula, and get it done because it's there in your head. Just do it. Hmm. So between the three of them. So... What were um, what what were what was I guess I'll ask it this way because we only have about a minute left. What was the biggest obstacle that you think you had to overcome as to become an author? I don't know. I, I don't think because I didn't really have any thoughts in my head that I couldn't do it because my parents have always told me anything you set your mind to you can do. So I've just gone with that. Um, it was more finding the time. In, in the time. Of my this is the one I hear the most. I was hoping you would say that. Yes, time. <laughs> and tell me how you tell me how you did it because this is the number one thing I hear from authors all the time is, um, you know, that making making time, especially with kids, because you mentioned you had kids, you obviously have a career. Um, how did you make the time? I would I read to my kids every night because they love it. Even though they're 11 and 14, we have this series of books that we have been reading all of them. And so I read to them every night. And then when I'd kiss them goodnight and shut the lights out, I'd say, okay, I'm going to be out at my desk and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay up until 11 o'clock and write. And so if you need me, I'll be out here. And then I would just get less sleep. <laughs> until really? And did you know that you wrote well at night? Like, did you did you ever try to get up early and write, or are you always a, uh, you know, a, a night writer? How did you know when to write? Because nighttime was a time I could say, forget everything else. In the morning I get up, and it's taking care of pets, taking care of kids, making lunches, making breakfast, feeding dogs and cats, you know. And so at night I know everything's quiet and shut down and I can just get to what I want to do and tune out the rest of this house. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so powerful as, you know, just a final lesson to leave people with is finding when you're productive, when you're most productive in your, um, you know, in your own environment. And if that ends up being, you know, morning or night or whenever, it's being conscious about that and then taking advantage of that time. Absolutely. And if you're pumped up about it, like I really would have rather been in bed, but if you're pumped up about it and you're excited about doing what you want to do and getting it finished, then it's like the energy is just there. Mm -hmm. And then I would make myself... uh, Paula Umel's book at paulaumel.com. That's P-A-U-L-A-Y-O-U-M-E-L-L, M-E-L-L. paulaumel.com. Paula is the author of Hands on Health, Take Your Vibrant Whole Health Back into Your Healing Hands. Check out her book, Paula. Thanks so much for your advice and counsel today to our authors in transformation. Good luck with uh, the promotion of your book. It sounds like a really worthy cause. Thank you so much, Angela. It was really a pleasure today. Terrific. And we'll be back uh, next week on Book Journeys Radio. Today is, I am up again.